December 6, 2008, is Watt from Pedro Show.
lot from Pedro's show. Started off first show for December. Actually, the last show I do here in the U.S. For the 08 season. Before uh, I go back, uh, go back. Well, I've been there five times. It'll be my six times to Tokyo, Japan. I'm leaving Friday. So in six days, um, do an album, bringing Mr. Nell's client over to record with the Migu people, and Mr. Shimmy and Mishuko, who are in uh, New York City right now. I think it's Mishuko's uh, birthday. So oh. it's a big jam. Money Mark's there. And, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, cool. That'd be wild Fun, to uh, yeah. be part of. But um, I'm over here on the coast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Petra's there, too. Wow. I should say what we start off with. Uh, John Coltrane, a live version of Impressions. And then we heard Feedbacker Part 1 by Boris. And I get to see Boris play the day after I arrive. On the 14th, they're doing the last gig of their world tour. They've been touring this album, Smile. So that'll be cool to see them in their own town. I've seen them once before. It was in... Uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, that wild band. No, I saw him another time in San Diego, too, at the Casbah. I had just come home from a Stooges run of gigs, and I drove right down there. That was wild. And then I had to leave again. Next morning. Just power out, catch a show on Boogie, yeah? Yeah, so, um, yeah, we were talking. What were you saying about in the history of the show? That this has probably been the longest, smoothest, most consistent run of the whole stretch. Plus lots of cool guests, too. Yeah. We had a guest for uh, each week in November. Starting with Skip Heller. Then it was uh, Jack Brewer and Joey Coffin. Then... uh, Tal Wilkenfeld, felt, and then Tony Kim, and last cool. week, cool. it was Tony was the most intense for me to talk to because the history of the deals with the Minutemen was so intense. Yeah, it was a, yeah, a huge influence on our band. I don't know if the Minutemen would be the Minutemen without the Dills, and I just was so uh, inspired. I mean. It, I didn't try to copy Tony, but he was totally my role model for being a punk rocker. Him and Richard Hell, I never got to really uh, meet Richard Hell till later in life and even see his band, not until 83, 82. I got to see him, where I saw the deals early on in the 70s. And so I felt kind of awkward spieling with him, you know. Um, it was bitching, though. It was deep. Deep, cool history, very cool dude. Uh, oh, yeah. Let me just this here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's been through a lot, his music journey. And uh, great singer, too, man. I didn't really talk to him a lot about that. But, and his bass playing, and now even playing guitar with uh, Los Trendy. I've always liked his song. I really don't know the other bands as well as I know the Dills. Mm. Dills I saw a bunch of times. 
even though they didn't have a lot of records, just three seven inches. Well, the last one was actually a double seven inch, and uh, had one disc had two songs, and then one disc had one song. Yeah, they didn't record four songs. I asked them something about that. Yeah, cool to capture the moment, but bitching to get to see it happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the moment, it really inspired us uh, big time to be a band and write our own songs and play our gigs and. We just love that band. So to have Tony on was kind of a dream. I think last week was the 180th show. Wow. I think this is the 181st show. Cool. I believe. Bunch. Yeah, in how many years? Six? One, May of seven? one. Yeah, so seven years, seven and a half years. Wow. So that's a trip. Richard. Yeah. But, you know, I think we've hit our groove now. We can uh, do the shows more uh, smooth and uh, probably the best quality they've been as far as technically. I met some of them old shows, so much hiss <laughs> and noise and <laughs> screw-ups and buck-ups. It's probably trippy for people to think that maybe uh, that we do a three-hour show in less than three hours. That's pretty trippy. Yeah, that happens. In fact, a couple <laughs> weeks ago, I think, yeah, we did one in lesson two. Because uh, we can lift the music and put it right on from the They're digital modern. domain. Digital domain. Now, Brother Matt, we had something going on here in Pedro last night. Yeah, we had some fun. That was cool. Right in the neighborhood, 20 blocks down the street. Another gig at Harold's Place. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Cool bands. And on Pacifica 19th... Uh, and no problems. Raul's band, you know, the last time he played there, a uh, knife was pulled on Raul, a cigarette put out in his gu- guitar player's face. And there was none of that there. And plenty yeah, of locals. Was cool, neat, neat mix of people. People from out of town. Old guys. Uh, uh, I was talking to some cats that came from Orange County. Wow. Yeah, to come see the gig. and So there's people from all over. One band was Long Beach, right? Lost mm-hmm. Dragons. I wish I had some of their music. Um, yeah, first Tijuana band, Knife first Fight band, played. Tijuana Knife Fight was great. First right. band, first band was that really was last cool. Fast Dragons. Yeah, they were really cool. Yeah, Long Beach band and shared guitar with Tijuana Knife Fight. Mm-hmm. Tijuana Knife Fight has Vince mm-hmm. Giobi who. Uh, Helps a lot with the scene. Yeah, see him at all kinds of gigs. It's his PA, that uh, toy thing that gets uh, toted around. The yeah, things. he's a good dude, always powerful. Also, Todd, a Todd Conjolier. Yeah, he was there. Right? With the Toys That Kill. Mm. There was kind of a. The gig was kind of also uh, to get money's up. Uh, somebody from one of his bands passed away, oh. so there was a memorial fund. Vince told him he, they got up 500 bucks for him. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for to have things happen in Pedro like that is so righteous. Yeah, yeah. I see Vince at all kinds of things. He's he's he's, well, he's a longshoreman, but yeah. on his yeah, side time he's fully that's engaged. Cool. With he's music. happening. He's a good dude. Mm-hmm. And I played with my longshoreman guys, Pete and yeah, Jared, the second man, and they played great. Yeah, those guys rock. I think Pete brought his uh, 
chiropractor lady. Yeah, does I got a little massages. sample. I got Did a sample. You? Yeah, that's great. Okay. <laughs> I think she just wanted to see what Pete does. Yeah, Tina Marie. She's very cool. Tina Marie. She got skills. Right. She got skills. And uh, I don't think she's been to a gig like that. That's <laughs> kind of a trip on her. But after the show tonight, another second man gig. In fact, my last three gigs before this Tokyo trip is this weekend. So tonight's in Orange County at a club I never played in Anaheim, not too far from Disneyland, called Juke Joint. Some OC cats asked to come play. I really like doing uh, gigs with my bands, you know, little things. Uh, it's just great. I love the music, love the playing with my guys. Get out of town, turn yeah, up. Yeah, it's not a careering people. kind of thing, like working the clubs or uh, something like that. It's, it's like a when you're young and you look forward to a gig because it's a righteous thing. So mm-hmm. that's the way I look at these. And then tomorrow, earlier in the day, take get Raymond and go to Santa Anita. Cool. Some kind of dollar day at Take the on ponies. the ponies? Yeah. And then straight from there, we play kind of early, like 6 o- Yeah, this weird clock, time, huh? 6.05. Uh, family hour or something yeah. like that. <laughs> and it's with uh, some cats, uh, Venice people. Uh, it's in Venice and Santa Monica uh, skating people. In fact, Chris uh, Canny was there last night. He's in one of the bands, Chato uh, Ghetto, Chaco Ghetto, that's going to play tomorrow. And um, that should be interesting. So it's kind of packed in weekend, but I knew today was the best day to show because I have the time. <coughs> During the week, kind of jammed up and getting ready to go. Uh, got an email from Nels. He's out with Wilco now. Uh, they're going to be opening up for Neil Young. Wow. And then as soon as he finishes, the next day he's flying You're to Tokyo. So I'm going ahead of him. To get it ready with Miss Shimmy, she'll go. They're going to come back. Well, he comes back on the twelfth. Uh, no, the tenth. Two days before I go get there, and then she comes back on the fifteenth. And so we'll get all the prep work for the album and the gigs too. Now Nels knows a lot of the songs I can play live and stuff. And but we're also going to make an album with original material. So we want to play some of that at the gig too. Well, the gig is on my birthday. It's going to be the December 20th, my 51st birthday in Tokyo at uh, two clubs that are next door to each other, one called Mars and one called Motion, and then the Shinjuku part of Tokyo. And uh, Kazuro-san, the cat who uh, boss at one of them and also manages a band like that I toured with last February, he wanted to... Uh, Make a mini festival out. So there's 14 bands playing this thing called the We Jammy Cuddle. Each other, huh? We yeah, called We Jammy Cuddle for 14 bands, all alternate stages. Uh, he wanted to call it We Jammy Cuddle 2008, and I said sure. You know because it's that vibe. I, I, reminded me of when we were young Minutemen with the guy going over there now with their underground scenes. Mm-hmm. So I said sure, man. That it's not Minutemen copy bands, of course, all those bands have their own sounds and stuff, but it's a spirit that might and mine uh, similar. Mm-hmm. So I thought, yeah, sure. And all their idea, I mean, I, I, I thought, well, if I'm there, why not play like when I went over there to record in May? And so it's really happening. Uh, 
Got this kind of exciting. And then uh, come back and play at new club downtown. Redwood. Oh, Redwood Bar. Bar. Yeah, yeah, I heard it was a cool spot. Yeah. Second Street. Play with Listonship. Now, Listonship is a band I helped with an album. Do you remember? We had Heather on the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they had a bass player who kind of had some. Yeah, she plays a fiddle, jump problem. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and. uh, Or viola. Yeah. And stole all their shit. So they didn't have a bass player. They couldn't play with that kid anymore. And so I went and did an album for them. Played bass on an album. I think it's Time to Dream or something. And uh, and play more with the second men around in January. Also, Wasco. Yeah, cool Wasco coming Just come in, Cleveland people. And do some three scarcity of gigs. No, scarcity of tanks gigs. Which is kind of improvised. Jack Brewer's going to be involved. And, um, and some banyan. And so that's kind of what I'm looking like for uh, January. Cool assortment of, of action. Yeah. In February, I start showing my Miss Man, uh, the third opera. Mm. And so, yeah, I want to get them in gear. So I got worried about Stooges gigs. It looks like so far they're going to start happening in July. But who knows? could be earlier, mm. of course. But... As long as I got time, I'm be fully years, engaged. New Year's starting to fill up already. With the music. Yeah, yeah. It is starting to fill up. And speaking of music, here's some more.
頭の中を何かが突き破ってくる闇を引きつれて
Watt from Pedro Show. Uh, we started off uh, that big chunk of bands, Japanese bands. Uh, well, actually, the first band is from Texas, but they lived a while in Osaka, and they're called Many Birthdays. They're located in Austin, Texas, and uh, they played Sugi Ni Kuru Kodo. And uh, cool cats, I got to meet Are they Japanese the Japanese American? Uh, no. Just Texan dudes that moved over? I think their ethnic is from somewhere in Europe uh, or something. Uh, they, they looked. and But, you know, you would think they're just Texans. Uh, they are Texans, mm-hmm. but they spent time in Osaka, and so learned the culture uh, and the language and stuff. Came back to Texas, and they got this band. And I met the synthesizer player and bass player when I was doing the Stooges uh, South by Southwest. Mm. Maybe... A year and a half ago, and nice, nice people, and that's from their new EP. Then we heard the chocolate chip cookies, sweet with Doctor Doctor, yeah. And then a couple of bands that are uh, just were added to the We Jam Econo Festival on December twenty. M I H by Nanem, and then. Through Your Reality by Cuomo Langma Tomato. Kind of a mixture. It's trippy to see a Q without a U. Yeah. You don't see that yeah, in English totally much. Different. Maybe somebody should hit those cats. <laughs> of course, they don't use letters, see? So the Romanji's just like using our letters to make their sounds. Yeah. And then we heard... Uh, yeah, Go to Our Beach by Hi Hi Chance Chang Hai. And then Show Mei by Strange World's End. And finally, Junk Bee by Jack. And a uh, bunch of the sounds coming over there. Now, uh, man, there's a headwind when you fly over there. So it takes like 12 something hours to fly over. Yeah, but coming back, you jam. Maybe nine and a half. Oh, wow. And then there's the time difference. Pedro, Tokyo, 16 hours. Actually, 17, because I don't think they do this uh, daylight savings oh. time thing. Yeah, I think it's 17 hours. So you lose a lot when you fly over, mm-hmm. almost a whole day, right? Seven hours short of a day. But then you get it back when you come. So Christmas days when I come back. I figured that would be the least travel, uh-huh. right? People day before or after be jamming at the airport, but probably the day. Mm-hmm. So actually, when I leave there, I'll get back to Pedro before I left. Wow. <laughs> Trippy. And you said on a trip to Thailand, you got a bunch of... Yeah, when I came back home, I got three sunrises in yeah, one day. Yeah, three sunrises. Yeah, and got home like about the same time I left. Yeah. That's even further. Uh, I think the furthest I've been out was Perth. Maybe Perth's 19 hours. Wow. Yeah. Western Australia, Indian Ocean. Yeah, it's a trip. Same as Shimmy Mishuko, they're in New York City, but I've been getting, uh, I delivered my three songs to him. 
little MP3 demos, and he's very excited. And then I asked Nails, I said, since it's your first time, Nails, why don't you write us a song? So we go in the studio, and he said, yeah, he's way into it to reflect his experience. About going over there, and, and his words, meeting your esteemed friends. So he also knows some people over there, uh, improvisation. So maybe I get to meet them, too, some old-school ones, too. That's righteous. So taking, taking your experiences and, and their new scene and, and just mixing it all together. It's got to be pretty righteous magic. Yeah, it's a trip. Uh, we're at the end of the first hour of the December 6, 2008 Wafra Pedro show. Hold tight for hour two. December 6, 2008. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show.
Watt from Pedro Show. Uh, started off the second hour with The Sea by Ezekiel. And then we had Rain Me In by The High Seas. Then S.O.V. by Anchor. And finally, Pedestrianism by The Squid. So a lot of nautical themes there, which uh, fits in nice because me and Brother Matt are alone today at the Love Grotto on the Pleasure Point doing what from Pedro show. But we have a call from Miss Tiffany in Chicago. Hey, Tiff. And she's a former sailor, so the nautical thing fits in. So Perfect. Hey, Tiff, how's Chicago? Yeah, so you have a weather report for us. Okay. <laughs> well, um, let's see. It's it's snowing. I don't know. Maybe there's like three inches of snow on the ground. It's like I don't I don't think it's ever going to get warm enough to melt the snow that's on the ground now because it's really cold. Well, really cold. I mean, I'm from California, so maybe if it's from Chicago, you don't think it's that cold because they talk about how it's going to get crazy even more cold but um it's so crazy i love the snow tiff now it's kind of new for you right you haven't really had snow experiences when i lived in japan it did snow but i've never been in no i've never been somewhere where it Yeah. I mean, it's one thing, you know, when you live in California you go and you go to the mountains and you see the snow, you know, in the trees, and, you know, that's pretty. But I'm telling you, it's so beautiful. Like, Chicago is a beautiful city. I love the architecture. It's so neat to see the snow on all the homes and in the streets and just, you know, more in the city. It's so beautiful. I can't believe it. Now, it'd be in Chicago, are you experiencing some of that wind? No, but I heard that Chicago is not called the Windy City because um, of the wind. It has something to do with the, um, I don't know, some big fire in Chicago in the 1800s. They had a big fire there. It almost almost burned down the town. What, like, wind, as in windbag? My brother, man, it's yeah. too hot. And so, supposedly, that is what a Chicagoan person told me. That that is how the city got its nickname. The Windy City. That's too long. No, there's days, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. The snow, the sun is so bright, and it's still, it's stillness. I wouldn't say that it's crazy wind here. So, I don't know. It's not any windier than it is anywhere else. Oh, really? Because I've been... You would think that it would be because of the big lake. But it doesn't No, I've been in the town on tour, of course. And uh, 
there's been some bone chiller coal. I mean, I think you're still uh, early into winter there. And, you know, February, I think it'll get more cold for you. Okay. Well, thank you for your report and calling in and enlightening us here at the Watt from Pedro show. Okay, it's beautiful. Anybody who wants to experience the snow, come to Chicago. It is such a beautiful city. And even when it's cold, trust me. Oh, yeah, I wanted to ask you what about the chow? Oh, my gosh. There is so much good food in Chicago. Trust me. I wish I was here with one of my friends who likes to eat as much as I do. But I have been able to try all kinds of different A foodie? Uh, Yeah, my cousin. (laughs) No, you know, my lunch ladies. No, they call them people foodies. Well, I'm... Okay, I'm a foodie because I love to eat. So... Um, and, well, it's my, well, yeah, I need to come back here, and I need to eat more. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, There's some really good, you know, breakfast places that I've been to, like, you know, little cheap diner places, more like in South Chicago. Uh Uh-huh. In the hood. No, but, (laughs) they're really good. Well, thank you for calling, okay? And you stay safe. And see you soon back in Pedro. Okay, good to talk to you. Okay, bye, Tiff. Okay. How do you hit Can't the road? It. <laughs> Where's the off? Whoa. Where's the off? Issy. Sorry about that, brother man. I don't know how to work his phone. Mm-hmm. Now, Chicago, you know, has significance. Of course, it's third biggest town in the U.S., so I'd always play there on tours. Yeah, I know. I was holding the phone up to the mic, so Brother Matt was having a ride. It was kind of tough, so my voice, like, booms out. It was just because you were trying to get Tiff's voice from the phone over. It was kind of like... uh, Juggling. Yeah. It started to come together a little bit. Just had to get off the ass to see the thing on the other side. Yeah, right. (laughs) I should have angled the dangle for you a little better. Anyway, Chicago's significance to Mike Watt really is, uh, I mean, besides Righteous Town to Play, and I did the Stooges' uh, Weirdness album there, and it's, you know, it's the big town for the Midwest, and I always like playing there, like the bands from there. The weather for me is a little tough. I, I'm, I'm really happy to hear that Tiff is getting into the snow thing and the winter thing. Although we got mountains here, she could check it out if she wanted to, but... I guess falling in a town like that, she's digging it. It's trippy when you drive in there after cruising through cornfields forever, and then yeah. all of a sudden there's this big bitch and bricks. But it is windy. She said it has nothing to do with the wind, but it's sitting right on Lake Michigan, and it blows off there. It gets cold. And I don't know. I never heard of it being called that because of windbags. I mean, there's windbagging going all over the country. I don't know if Chicago's got the monopoly on Pedro's got a good windbag quote, quotient. So, anyway, significance for what? Well, there's a boot camp for sailors there. My pop was just in the Navy, and they put him up there. And my mother had moved from Peoria, which is in the middle of Illinois, up to the big town. They're young people, and that's where they met. 
at a dance for a Hungarian refugee benefit at a YMCA in 1956. And so when I was with the Stooges, you know, I was talking to my ma about stuff. And uh, she gave me the address of her apartment. It was on the north side. So I borrowed a bicycle and from Bob Weston and pedaled to this address she gave me. I think I think someone's at the hatch, Brother Matt. I think it was called a gag type or something. It was a little one, two-block street. And I pedaled over there. Now, Chicago's very flat, so pedaling's easy. Swimming with the traffic's a little intense. Especially the big intersections. They're not just four streets. They always have one on the diagonal. Oh, Talia. Hi. Hey. Hi, joined us. Hey. Welcome. So, uh, I get to this address, and I get my ma on the leash. And I said, Ma, I found it. Now, it had been gentrified. They had taken off... Stairway, and they put added balcony, and just do what they do, without totally getting rid of the structure, but then uh, changing it to like a yup yuppie kind of trip, and um, kind of you know condo whatever. But I said I was standing in front of the pad, and I get my mom on the leash. I said, "Ma, I'm here. I found it." And he didn't tear it down, and she goes, "Michael Watt." That is where you were conceived. Wow. So I went to the place. Didn't. I didn't get to go inside. I was a little scared to knock on the hatch you know, and say, hey, can I step in here? Right. You don't know me, but. I got to see the spot. I was. <laughs> so I was right in front. I mean, I'm a few feet from it in front. But, uh, yeah, I almost got Outrageous. to go right back to the, the, be- the get-go. Oh, cool. The beginning of the thing. And spe- speaking of beginning of things, oh, how are you, Talia? I'm, I'm doing really good today. Why don't you use that mic right there? Okay. Let me take my jacket off first. Point <laughs> it up, Okay. I'm actually feeling really good today. I, I've had a hurt back for several months now. and Yeah, from a car wreck. Right, and I'm, I'm actually feeling better now. It's really nice. Oh, wow. I actually danced today for the first time. Right on. Wow, you know, uh, at the gig last night, Pete Mazich, my second man organ player, had his chiropractor come to the gig. Because oh I guess she wanted to see what kind of music he does, you know? She's awesome. Really? And yeah, Brother Matt got some technique. Nice. I'll have to meet this chiropractor. Tina Marie. Yeah, she's cool. Nice. Yeah, and it helps Pete. Now, Pete's also got this thing that you get in. Oh, the inversion machine? It's, or yeah, it's like a, a, a yeah, pivotable bed that yeah. flips over so you're hanging by your ankles. and It stretches you out. Yeah. yeah. It takes off all that stress that we have by standing up on your thing and realigns things. Now, I got bad knees, so I'm kind of afraid to hang, hang, <laughs> hang by my ankles. <laughs> Might take the pressure off your knees. Well, you're hanging by them. Oh. Right? Because there's, there's grippers on the... Around the yeah. ankles, so it's Go just for holding some thigh you. Thigh strap that. extension. Uh, you know, but if, for Pete, he says it helped with his bad back, lower back, and up by his neck. Now your problems up by your neck, right? Right. Okay. Uh, speaking about beginning of things. So anyway, we're glad you're doing better. Yeah. And you dance too. Yeah, Great. That helps everything. <laughs> uh, 
I think it's time to begin Spin Cycle with Brother Matt. Cool. So we're going to begin the Spin Cycle the way we begin the Wide from Pedro show with some John Coltrane. John Coltrane. Thank you. 
Hey, brother man. Spin cycle. Cool. And so what were you thinking of? Jazzy. This is Jazz. like a jazzy mode. Jazzy mode. Jazzy mode, theme of the day. Right, start I off, start Mr. off this morning with a hit of acid. Really? <laughs> and then I went kayaking all day. You paddled today? Yeah. I paddled I bitching, yeah. It's beautiful. It was beautiful. It was right. There was yeah, a, it was like therapy. There was wow. a pelican. I'm not joking. That was wow. tripping. You know, usually they you get a little close, they want to fly off. This guy, maybe in mating mode or something, he was just splashing around and splashing around like display. Let me get some righteous pictures oh, of cool. Oh, yeah, a couple feet pictures. away. Bitching. Yeah, someone just yeah, mm-hmm. splashing. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, wow. And I saw something bitching in a kelp. I just went and sat in a kelp for a long time. Oh, you were out in the sea? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, this was in the harbor. Man, the kelp crazy. is bitching, man. That stuff yeah. is so Beautiful, alive. Yes, it grows like a foot a day or something like that. Seagrass. And if you just stop there and Yeah, sit, it's one of the fastest growing plants in the it's world. It's insane. It's like fingers are coming up out of the water at mm-hmm. you sometimes. And then there were these fins coming up out of the water. And I thought, what the fuck is that? And went over yeah. to some snorkeling fucker. Uh, <laughs> 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 Have you ever been <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, beautiful. Oh, it's insane! Yeah, I totally did it off godlike. palms when I was a teenager. Yeah, nice. the way the sun shines in from through the kelp is just godlike. Right. It's beautiful. Now yeah. this trench between Catalina and Pedro, it's thirty thousand. Totally deep. Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. one of the deepest trenches are, and some of that kelp just grows and grows. They got creatures down there they don't even know about. Yeah, mm-hmm. but when I first started working for Catalina Express, yeah. that was when the the um, Princess Louise had took a dump yeah, and flipped right. over there. Mm-hmm. And so they had filled it with bags of air and so they could tow it out there. Princess Louise was an old steamer that they used yeah, to make the journey from night, yeah, mainland of Catalina. Then they turned into a little nightclub that yeah. was just right. it didn't it was go to sea. Right, the Victory Lane is. There. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, Tony Perkov yeah. was running that yeah. when it was a restaurant. Hey, Tony. They had killer abalone. Yeah. I remember they had a piano bar. Mm-hmm. The yeah, helicopter lounging. crashed into it. Oh, wow. The copter taken off for Catalina under the bridge crashed right into it. Whoops. Pre-Vic Morrill. Wow. So it was very common. For a weekend, there was hardly anybody out. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I it was like, like that. weird weather, like a weird filter over the sun. This morning yeah. was kind of neat, but mm-hmm. it got kind of weird. Then that haze came in. See, I didn't went early because uh, I got out of the gig kind of maybe 11 bells I conked. Mm-hmm. I like that. Playing Pedro, just drive. Yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. And a lot of ombre. We were talking. Insane. Music. I wow. got 20 block trip. I had like six cops in 20 blocks. Hmm. Yeah, it was. I a, had to stop and get tacos. Let them get by. <laughs> <laughs> Go away. Let them get by. They're bored, looking for something easy to do mm-hmm. instead of yeah. fighting crime. Okay, we're at the end of the second hour. <laughs> Of the December 6, 2008 Watt from Pedro show. Hold tight for hour three. December 6, 2008. It's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro show.
from Pedro show I started the third hour off with something from Talia here in solo musica Yay. called waiting and in fact Talia you just made it today right yes well I made 
the lyrics. I wrote the... Well, I didn't write the lyrics. I sang the lyrics today. The music I had finished about a week ago. Oh, wow. It's really simple. It's me playing bass with some beats that I stole and mixed. And, Appropriated. Uh, yes. Yeah. And there's two tracks of me singing. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, and it was interesting how you did the singer, right? You couldn't hear the... You didn't set up a monitor, a Q-mix. Right, I forgot to. And since I had already started recording, I didn't want to stop because I was inspired at that moment. And I ended up keeping that track. It worked. I, I think it worked. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> and then we heard one of your heroes, Delia Derbyshire. Yes. With Love Without Sound. Now, people might know of the Doctor Who show and that theme song. This was the lady who created it. She started making electronic music before there was synthesizers. She would uh, use oscillators and actually uh, tape, physically manipulate tape, cut it up, put it back together, make loops, doing all this stuff at the BBC. And they recently found thousands and thousands of hours. Oh, fascinating. Wow, I can't wait to hear stuff. it all. The mic stands. She's so inspiring. And... Uh, yeah, I think she passed away about five or six years ago. Uh, but interesting thing, I found an interview with her that I gave to Talia. But Talia wants to be ready to absorb. <laughs> right? Cool. Yeah, I, I have a short attention span, so I need to Righteous. be ready to take that in. Something as important as that. And she was in a field that was very male-dominated, and so kind of a groundbreaker with that and so Talia is inspired by that then we heard um, a band called Electric Russia with Raccoon and then somebody from Italy called uh, Dupe Mo Fez in a song called My Imagination Uh, have you been to any gigs lately? Um, I saw Breeders Play. The breeders are back. Yeah, that was a wonderful experience. Yeah, what was that like? It was wonderful. Kim and oh, Kim Her and Kelly, sister. Yeah, yeah, their their relationship is so dynamic, and they express it on stage. Like they would try to intimidate each other on stage while one was soloing, the other one would stand right in front of her with her arms folded, like like daring her to mess up or something. It was really cute and sweet. They both play guitar, right? They do. Yeah. But uh, Kim is the bass player for Pixies. Yes. But in her own band with her sister, she plays guitar and sings. They were great. And uh, where was that? At the Wiltern. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I can't remember the last time I saw the Breeders. Long time ago. They, they were great. They played you all know, one the time, great songs, too. One time I was in New York City. They were recording an album. And they had Jay Maskus come in and sing most of the songs. <laughs> it was great. That but then when it came down to putting the record out, I don't think he was left on any of the songs. It was bunk. Because <laughs> I thought he did such a good job. That was weird. That was a trippy scene. And Kim made a video for them at that time. It was called Cannonball? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something? That was their Kim Gordon. Thurston wrote me this morning. He's in England right now. Uh, cure uh, something to do with all tomorrow's parties. Oh. 
maybe curated, maybe pick the bands, I don't know. Pretty, he was still, he says, hey, what, in a couple minutes I'm going to see William Wynette do some uh, Stockhausen, who just passed away a little while ago, speaking of electronic music. Mm. He's wanted to bring in the synthesizer and stuff. Carl Heinz Stockhausen, I think his name mm. was name and uh, I don't have any of his music here but it's pretty interesting stuff pretty wild uh, I saw some bands I saw some gigs which I usually only see the gigs I'm playing at <laughs> but Don Bowles asked me to go see his band he's got a new band called Fancy Space People I saw him at a place called uh, God what was the name of that place it's a band I've never been to uh Somewhere called Franklin Hills, kind of by Silver Lake and stuff. Oh. And it was uh, the name of the street. Some tavern, some kind of tavern. Slips my mind. But Fancy Space People was great. He played guitar, not yeah. drums. And he wore silver pants and <laughs> big blonde wing. This lady sang. It's kind of like... Uh, Spiders from Mars, kind of Bowie year, I think. <laughs> Damn, what's the name of that fucking place? I can't remember. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it was raining hard. In fact, the cat who brought Don's shit, you know, he brought PA, everything. It's a little... Yeah, hence the name Tavern. But no sign on it. Some barbershop twirly thing. A little one by the hatch and uh, the cat who brought him bailed so he's living in Huntington Park now you know by the old meat packing mm. thing burning all that uh, Slauson and east of the Harbor Freeway mm. so I, I'll give you a ride I, you know I had my boat and so he loaded all the stuff up and gave Don a ride back wow well, he left yeah I mean if, well I mean no, they could all fit in the boat, but if I wasn't there... Yeah, man. And it's, you know, he's asked me to go two or three times, and every time I caught before... Because he played at midnight. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, it's hard for me to stay up, but this time I caught before, and so I had the iPod timer set so I could play Coltrane's Ascension. That's why I used to wake up. That thing mm-hmm. blasted, you know. <laughs> it's a 40-minute song if you don't wake up. You're dead <laughs> So I got up there, and uh, good thing I can. I mean, it was raining so hard. Do you remember that? One day? Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, and then this week I went to a gig at the Echo in Echo Park. Actually, it used to be called the Naryard. It was a Guatemala nightclub. Mm-hmm. I did a benefit there for that Kosovo bombing for uh-huh. Doctors Without Borders. But now the Echo Spaceland people uh-huh. own it and knocked off the roof. I played there a couple times back. It was this band called the Hanson Brothers. Which is basically a side band for these cats, the Wright brothers, who have this band called No Means No from the old oh, days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vancouver, Victoria yeah. area. And, uh, Only so many songs can be They were great, man. On my dump. And, <laughs> well, this Co-Train. It's Jer. Second man drummer. Hey, What's Jer. up, Jer? Hey. <laughs> What's up? I'm doing the radio show right now. For the gig, I think we should leave at 9. 9? Yeah. 
Well, either that or you're going to get in your Hanzo sack and skip on over. Now, I'll come get you and I'll get Pete too, okay? So tell him nine bells. Okay, Jar out. <laughs> so anyway, the Hanson Brothers is kind of a fun band where, you know, it's some vibe on hockey or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those dudes. They were wearing like <laughs> hockey jerseys and, you know, Canadians. Yeah. It's a, I think one game was called, uh, one song was called Our Game or something. Mm-hmm. Our, yeah. Hey, Yanks, it's our game, he said before the song or something. But they, they, no means no, it's such a great yeah, band. Yeah, cool. And uh, one time I had Mr. Wright. No, it was called Mr. Wrong. It was uh, Rob Wright on uh, bass and just singing, dressed as a priest with a leather hat, like a you know butch boy hat. You know? And it was great. I mean, those those brothers and John's his drummer brother, and he's the lead singer in Hanson. So it's a whole twist, but it was really good. And the band before them was. San Francisco band called Triclops I'd never heard of before but it had Larry on bass from Victim's Family who I know from the older days and they were wild mm-hmm. they were wild yeah they were great so I got to see those two bands uh, oh yeah with Don's gig with Fancy Space People there was a cat an older man a man older than me on after and Don says you gotta see this which, like I said, I'm glad I stayed because Don had no ride. <laughs> I've been so fucked. Oh man! All the shit, the amps, the drums—I mean, everything. It was all his gear. I think he this pad in Huntington Park is practice pad. In fact, I saw the Germs bus in the back. Huh. But but they tore in and shit. So uh, this guy's name was uh, Harvey Sid Fisher. And all this, he plays acoustic guitar, and he had these two, uh, one cat on bass, and a cat, just singer. So those two, like, backup sing for Harvey Sid Fisher. And then Don ended up doing drums on some of the set, you know, impromptu. But this man's, all his songs, well, or maybe not all his songs, because he started off one with people's weird ideas about God or what's done in God's name or screwy, screwy ideas. Uh, but he made an album of all astrology songs so a lot of these things he was asking people in the crowd to call out signs and he would do the songs all these different kinds and every sign you know Taurus whatever Bully Bully they all had different kind of musical uh, thematic thing to it it was a trip you know I've never seen somebody work the astrology then you know but the the signs right there's different uh, personality Mm -hmm archetypes uh, right and he'd work that into the tunes and that was kind of interesting so those are the gigs I saw <laughs> and uh, yeah yeah because like I said I, I usually only see the bands I'm playing gigs with and so this was trippy to be just audience person at mm-hmm. a gig and brother Matt you seen anybody lately? I was in that same place a couple weeks ago and saw some righteous Cuban jazz band but, where? You know, Echo Echo what was the name of the band? I don't know. They were cool. We just wandered in on them, really. Wow. It was fun. It's very yes. fun. Yeah, what's... I'm still trying to remember the name of that dad, <laughs> man. 
it's a Hyperion. Ah, it's on Hyperion. So it's the Hyperion Tavern. Okay. Is what it's called. <laughs> Have you ever heard of this place? Yeah, I've heard of it. I haven't been there. It was trippy. It was trippy. You know, the bar's like the middle of the thing, so everything's around it, including like the stage must be a foot uh, mm-hmm. off the bulkhead. Wow. You know, yeah, it's very trippy. So the drums is on the deck. It's like right by the old LA Weekly the office. It's kind of near there. Yeah. I mean, it's not a neighborhood I frequent. Uh-huh. Nothing against <laughs> it or anything. But in fact, there was a lot of nice people there. Uh, let's play some more music.
Yeah.
ζητάει Γιατί να το πρίζας Η πέντρα σου στις πόλη Πώς τώρα τους μία όντα Όχι όμως το βαστολίου Σε δημιουργείς το κοτσίδι το αιώνα Πρόβαστα δεν άρχισε όσο πάμε Και το βράδυ με το κολοθεί Πέσε το μπροστά Λες μου είσαι Όχι Να τη ζητάει Γιατί το βαζάρεις Δεν το ζήνεις κάτι
Watch from Pedro show. Yeah, um, started off that chunk with a band led by a cat who was uh, from Suicidal Tendencies, oh, a Luigi. bass player, Luigi. Right on, Luigi. Uh, Going to play with him tomorrow in Venice. Cool. Called Horny Toad, and that song was a human commodity. Much respect to Luigi. Yeah, great I bass seen player, him a long great time. cat. He's cool, very cool, yeah. dude. So uh, tomorrow, get to see him smoke it on the bass. And then uh, we heard uh, The Gears. Now, this is a band I hadn't seen in 26 years before a couple weeks ago at Mr. T's Bowl. And they had three of the four original members. Mike V got them together. Uh, They were playing great. And uh, we heard Don't Be Afraid to Pogo. Yeah. Which is an incredible uh, lyric accomplishment. Classic. For example, the first verse. Don't be afraid to pogo. Don't be afraid to relate. If it wasn't for this kind of music, you wouldn't be in this place. Right on. <laughs> you know, I have to stop. Because <laughs> my mind is caught in the wonder that that generated. Now, a lot of those bands, you know, in those days, if they even made a record, come out way later. So you'd experience these songs by seeing them at the gig. And uh, I remember hearing Don't Be Afraid to Pogo, and it just stuck in my mind. A lot of their songs. Now, they had kind of a pedigree. The guitar player came from the controllers, Kid Spike. And, uh, yeah, he was playing great. Controllers was a band. I, I I think they were actually from the Midwest, maybe maybe Michiganers. I don't know. Uh, but their big song was the Neutron Bomb, which was unfortunate because the Weirdos had a N- Neutron Bomb song at the same time. It's a problem with Hillside Strangler songs too. But anyway, Gears great band, and not some warmed over oldies review. It was they were playing tough still kicking up yeah it was great and Axel the singer I mean this is before the Axel mm-hmm. you know most square Johns know but his name was Axel G. Reese so Axel Grease mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and uh, this cat's necklace is a whole microphone you know he drilled a hole at the top of it you get the total he's bling he's wearing a hole <laughs> he's, bling mic yeah, like some sure SM58 <laughs> hanging from his neck. It must beating the shit out of his chest, bouncing up and down. So, m- much respect to them. And Dave Drive on the drums. Kay, I remember Kay telling me, because she ran the practice pad at the mask, and the controllers practiced there, and she said she learned a lot of music from him. So that was a trip. And he was so nice to me. He was, man, like what? Long time I've been waiting to see you again. I says, yeah. I mean, do you do you think about people you're going to know 26 years yeah. from now? It ain't that a trip? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to see them playing that great, it was it was righteous. So, people listening, you know, don't ever think things pass you by. Only if you let it. If you get back it, like a skateboard, you get back mm-hmm. on, you can ride. Keep on doing it. And then we heard. Uh, now this band's from San Francisco. Old friend of mine is in this. Uh, kind of collective and it's called Carolina and the name changes a lot you know but Carolina always stays part of the name 
and we heard Rings on the Awkward. And they've been making music a long time now. And in fact, uh, my buddy Grux told me, a friend of his, some of you people might know, this guy S. Uh, Clay Smith, a cartoonist, like from the Zap days. Yeah. They found him on a street. Uh, he hit his head or something in bad situation in the hospital, but he's healing up. Oh, man. And, uh, no, S. Clay Wilson, what am I saying? Winston Smith. Wilson Smith, yeah. S. Clay Wilson. Wow. Uh, Charlie Plumel, my buddy, knows about him because he put out the first zap and stuff, mm -hmm. so knows about that scene. With the, and he's uh, quite a character. So he's getting better, which is a great thing because uh, he's a very unique, singular artist from the old days. And some about old people... Uh, yeah, maybe they're a little fragile and stuff, but they have lived a life, so it's good to spend time with yeah, them, you know? Yeah, soak some of that stuff up. Yeah, I love being around old people. Mm, lots of good stories. Yeah, because they've lived life, and there's mm -hmm. no replacement for that. Of course, you need, need young people, too, because mm -hmm. they haven't lived life, and so they got that perspective. They and also, they got the strong bodies. <laughs> they got that cool show, too, on NPR, where they talk to old people, you go somebody's yeah. story. Well, you know, a lot of the old cultures, especially the non-written ones, mm -hmm. non-written language. Yeah, oral tradition. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the way stuff's handed down, like with our uh, native peoples, yeah. what they do over there at my practice pad mm -hmm. on the solstices, gathering of the elders and stuff. It's very important to listen to the older stories. And for the younger people, too, to dream their things. And do, As I said, too, they got the strong bodies. Mm -hmm. Um then we heard uh, Bulgarian Chicks by Balkan Beatbox, which is yeah, a great band. Yeah, they're cool. I love that. And, and then a band uh, with a ca uh, cat named uh, Goya, who's an excellent bass player. And I got to meet him at the Stooges gig in Belgrade during the summer and got to rap with him. Beautiful man. Incredibly interesting music life. And the guy smokes. you got to see this guy play bass. The new version of Disciplina Kichma is just... Uh, bass, drums, and a woman backup singer. And he plays wow-wow bass, you know, like Hendrix. Wow. It's just wild. But there was wow. points where he had brass, he had guys on trumpet uh, playing with him, kind of a funk edge. Just Bitching. He's, he's a great musician. And then we heard um, a really righteous bass player named uh, Bertram Turetsky. And we played some stuff on the show before, I think when Tao was on. And uh, this guy, virtuoso, with this thing called extended technique, where you play all over. Uh, this is not bass guitar. It's a double bass, stand-up bass. Which is what me and Tay did. Let's Little do it pit. again. Little pit, yeah. I should. Well, you got the bass. Yeah. Actually, it's at my friend's house. All right. But I'll do it again with you. I, I, that was good. It was called Little Pit. And, uh... We have... Damn, I don't have any songs here. We should play that stuff again. We have missing recordings. Eric Boyer. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Can you get the uh, turntable yeah. having it? Probably. Oh. Well, anyway, that was Segovia by Bertram Turetsky. And Segovia, everybody knows, is a very famous Spanish guitarist, classical guitarist. So, look, Brother Matt's got the little pit record, red vinyl on Kill Rock Stars. So, let's yeah. play some little pit right now. Wow. <laughs>
Sometimes I'm happy Sometimes I'm blue My disposition It depends on you I never mind The rains From the skies As long as I Can find the sunshine In your eyes Sometimes I love you And sometimes I hate you But when I hate you, it's just because I love you. That's how I am. So, what can I do? Say I am so happy when I'm with you. But then again, I hate you, baby But when I hate you What for Pedro show? That was uh, Sometimes I'm Happy by Lil Pitt, which had... Uh, Myself on stand-up bass, Talia on singing, mm-hmm. Steve Perkins on drums, and Leo Chelyapov on clarinet. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what was the name of that studio? You got the sleeve, Crazy, Crazy Bird. Bird? Where was it, Montebello or yeah. something? Right. A cat named Joe, right, recorded us. Was his, no, uh, yeah, Joe Reyes. Yeah, the Reyes Brothers. Yeah, I remember. That was back in uh, 1997. Wow. Wow. 11 and a half years ago, <laughs> April of 97. Wow. <laughs> God damn, that's a long time to tell you. 
Um, but we should do some more little bit. Yeah. We got, actually, there was another session, and with Petra on violin, yeah. singing with you guys. And Eric Boyer, some cat in the valley, recorded it. We don't know what happened to Eric Boyer. So anybody ever hear of a nice man named Eric Boyer? I think he was originally from Minneapolis or something. Please let us know, because we did six songs with him. Mm-hmm. So, but we should do some more. Yeah. Um, right? Yes. Okay. And um, well, let's get to the end of the show. I'm going to gather up Pete and Jer and head out to Anaheim to do the second man show. Um, I want to thank you, Talia, for coming aboard. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. And Brother Matt? Yeah. We're wrapping it up. You all, <laughs> done. Shuffled that. You got ring a ding a ling on the bone phone? Yeah. Handled. Handled? Uh, thank you for your most essential aiding in the bed and your spin cool, cycle. Cool, cool. Have a awesome. great trip. Yeah. So I'll see you again when uh, hopefully you make some great music with Nels Klein. Bitchin'. Of course. Beautiful man. And so uh, it's been the December 6, 2008 Watt from Pedro show. Keep your powder dry. Yeah.